This is the Business English Podcast, episode 44, how to make the most of every business English class with Skip Montreux. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Skip. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me today, Lindsay. Awesome. I'm excited to have you on the show here. Guys, on today's episode, I have Skip Montreux. He is the executive producer and the co-host of the Down to Business English podcast. He's been a corporate language trainer in Tokyo, Japan for the past 20 years. So you, Skip, are based in Japan. I spend some time in Japan myself. What do you love about life in Japan, by the way? Oh, good question. Um, so I've been here a long time, so it's very much like home. Yeah. And I've been in Tokyo the entire time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my initial response to that question is, I love the convenience of Japan, of living mm. in Tokyo, especially. It's just... Uh, I can do anything and get anything I need mm -hmm. very yes. quickly without any hassle. Right. And the second thing, and I was just thinking about this today, it was a very rainy, cold day today. Okay. But it's like, and this might date the show a little bit, it's November. If I was back home in Canada, there would be a mountain of snow outside. So I really love the mild weather in ah, Japan. I love it. So having mild weather, you're able to kind of make the most of life in Japan, right? Because you're able to go out there every day and not worry about big mountains of snow that you have to trudge through. Right, That's Skip? right. The worst case scenario is a lot of rain and that is manageable. Yes, I love it. So I, guys, if you heard what I just said, I said, make the most of life in Japan. We're going to talk about this concept as it relates to what Skip does and Skip, what you have seen, our listeners would love to know, first of all, let's talk about this idea of making the most of something. What does okay. that mean? What does that mean, Skip? Well, make the most of something is to take a situation and use it to its fullest extent so that you get the most value or the ultimate amount of value that you can. Yes. And this is a really high level phrase. So I think if our business English listeners, our business English students are using this phrase, it's really going to be quite professional sounding, quite high level and, and native sounding. Would you agree, Skip? Absolutely. Um, yes. So, you know, in a situation, you know, if you're a team leader and things are not going very well, one day you could tell your staff, okay, let's, it's not a great morning this morning, but let's make the most of the rest of the day and try to get a few things done. And it is so important sometimes in business, right? As you know, you've been talking about business on your podcast for so long. 
in any given moment in a company, something is going wrong. Right? Always. There's always something going wrong. And we have to make the most of other things, other leads we have, other projects we're working on to make sure you pull forward with revenue, with your balance sheet at the end of the month. Right, Skip? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, Love it. Love it. Okay. So let's get into your tips today. So today on the episode, guys, Skip is going to show us three tips based on what he's seen of how students can make the most of their corporate language classes or just having a teacher in general. Right, Skip? That's right. So just a little bit of background. So the, the majority of classes I teach, uh, my students are participating in an English training course that's sponsored or organized by their company's HR mm, department. Okay. And so there are small groups, four to six students. Mm -hmm. And in my experience, students who are successful and make gains in their fluency over the span of a 20-week course are the ones who employ certain strategies or practices both in the class and outside of the class now yeah mm -hmm. these cla these classes these courses they are communication courses focused on developing speaking skills and listening comprehension so mm -hmm. they don't exactly apply to developing reading or writing skills right but uh it's not out of the question okay uh, i so love it yeah, fantastic. So today we're going to get those three tips from you. So why don't we dive into the first tip of what you would advise our listeners to do to make the most out of their class? What would be that first tip? Well, yeah. the first tip is to know your role as a student in the class. Okay, what does that mean? What do we mean exactly? Well, the instructor's job or, or, or role is to facilitate interaction mm -hmm. and correct errors and introduce vocabulary and target language and uh, suggest native or native level collocations or right. give you appropriate word choices. That's the teacher's job. Right. This, the student's role in a communication class is to interact with the teacher and their classmates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Second thing is when a student receives error correction mm -hmm. from the teacher, they need to implement that correction. Right, right. And then the third thing is they need to practice the target language that's being introduced. Now, that's all very ephemeral, but, um, you know, let me give some examples. So okay. when you are in class, when you are in class as a student, mm -hmm. uh, the first thing is speak in full sentences. Yeah, I love that. To, try mm -hmm. not to. Now, native speakers always, we often give one word, two word answers, but right. I really strongly believe students who are developing communication skills, they need to practice speaking in full sentences. Right. Oh, that's verb object. That's, mm -hmm. that's the first thing. I think that's a really interesting point. You know, I was just in Argentina um, on a trip. And I was the one in in my, with my my partner and I who was in charge of speaking Spanish. And I noticed that what really leads to fluency is being comfortable forming those full sentences mm. and practicing it and thinking in those full sentences, too. Why do you think students tend to just want to throw out words? Is it just safer in class? Well, it could be because it's safer, but it's it's the first it's what they're it's what is automatic to them. They haven't mm -hmm. developed the automaticity right. or the automatic right. nature of of the full sentence. 
Yes. But the more, you know, the classes, the classroom is the place to do that. And a mm -hmm. good teacher will give each student the time to form that sentence and right. feel good about doing it. Okay. Uh, so mm -hmm. speaking in full sentences is very, very important. Ooh, I love that tip. That's something that we haven't talked about much on this podcast, but I think it's easily easy to overlook that. So it sounds like what you're saying, tip number one, Skip, is that we're to, as a student in a class, we're taking on a bigger role than we might realize. Is that right? That's right. That's exactly mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And the and the other thing, and this this is very important, when the teacher corrects your English, mm -hmm. it's important that you repeat that correction. You want oh, to internal, that's good. you want you want to re, you know, so many times uh when I correct a student, they will just go, yes. And right. <laughs> which is which is fine. They acknowledge it. You know, for the for most adult learners, they they have the knowledge, the grammar knowledge, but they don't have the the practical ability to produce it. They need to become more aware of their errors. So when when you receive error correction, repeat that error correction. Mm -hmm. or repeat, take the correction and say the pattern correctly, and then go on. Don't study it. Don't dwell on it. Yes. Repeat it and go on. I love it. So good. So speaking full sentences repeat the full correction, you know, repeat the whole sentence and then move on mentally, especially right on, right. on Don't the show, dwell. we talk a lot about our minds. How does the most, the role of the mind when it comes to learning a language, don't dwell on it. This podcast is sponsored by cloud optimizer as a business owner or it manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why it's time for cloud optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Okay, let's move into tip number two here, Skip. What is sure. your second tip on how our listeners can make the most of their classes? Well, my second tip is it's very important to review your lesson material several times between classes. If you have mm -hmm. a, a class that's once a week, before the next week, you need to review that, review the notes that you have taken in class mm -hmm. and re review the, <clears throat> excuse me, review the listening material that was covered in class, if it was covered in class, or whatever section of the textbook or materials you're using. Right. Review is invaluable. And yes. it's all, without review, you're starting from point zero again the following mm. week. If you review, then you can build on that starting fresh in the next class. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and we know, you know, our listeners are adults. You guys are adults. You don't have time to start from zero in the next class, right? You're you're spending time that you could be spending with your family, but you're in a class. So let's maximize that. Skip, when I was in Japan, I remember using those little cards that you can put on your keychain. I would write hiragana oh, yes, and yes, do they yes, still sell yes. those in Japan or probably all over the world? Those little index cards that you put on your I keychain. have some sitting on my <laughs> shelf over here. As a I can't of fact. find those in the US actually. <laughs> 
that right? No, I can't find Tokyo them. Tokyo is so convenient. <laughs> so that, you know, find, so my point is, you know, that works for me because I was finding a way to bring that really into my life on the train. I always had my keys in my hand mm -hmm. and there were all my words right there on my keys. Brilliant. If I if I could just add one thing to this review, I mean, what you're talking about, you're you were, I assume you were uh, learning vocabulary. Yeah, just hiragana. Mm -hmm. Just hiragana. Okay, so you know, with what I really suggest, and that's very important, but what I really suggest to students in their review, it needs mm -hmm. to be a physical output review. Ooh, I like that. Tell us more. And right, and and, and you know, open your notebook and mm -hmm. go through your notes and use the you know read with your eyes, look up away from the paper and speak technique. Mm. So, I, you know, I'm not a neurologist, but uh, I, it's very important to produce the language without your eyes reading text. And that's yes. oh, that, okay. because I think you're using different parts of your brain, your mm -hmm. reading brain mm -hmm. and your speaking brain. So when I say review between classes, I mean physically yes. output the patterns, the vocabulary uh, that you have studied in the previous class. Right. And what strikes me about your tips here, Skip, is that it's not about the volume of the content that we're reviewing. It's about how we're going through each piece, each new word, and we're fully using it, right? We're we're standing up. We're physically you know, expressing it. We're looking away from our notes. We're exactly. doing multiple things. And that really is making the most of the content, right? That's what we're talking about. Making today. the most of that's exactly right. Yes. So good. Okay. So shall we move on to our next tip or is there anything else you want to say about tip number two, Skip? Just a little bit. And I don't want to uh, go too long on this, mm -hmm. but I also think it's very important if you're studying with in a communication class, especially for business English, um, there's no textbook that will cover your job, what you do exactly. Right. Or sure. There's no material. You can only really learn about how to speak about your job by talking about your job, your work activities. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, what I have my students do is on a weekly basis, prepare a story mentally and verbally about something that has happened to them in the workplace. It could be mm. a success that they've had or a challenge they've had or just a project they're working on. It doesn't have to be interesting, but you have to think <laughs> about how do I communicate this in English yes. to my classmates. Right. And right. a good teacher will take that and introduce appropriate word choices, mm -hmm. idioms. Yeah, and yeah. You can really make the most out of what's going on in your work life around you. I love with it. With a good teacher and you will learn the language you need to function in your work environment. Love it. So, Perfect. So. Okay. Right. So that's a good point. I mean, you know, we have all different careers, different things we do. There's no textbook specifically necessarily for a industrial engineer, <laughs> right. right? For English, for example. But if you can bring the context of work into your classroom, you just develop that comfort level, right? With exactly. English interacting yeah. with your work. I love it. Okay. Let's move on to tip number three, Skip. What would be your third tip for how to maximize your classes? Well, the third tip is to, if you really want to improve your fluency, one of the things that you can do is pay attention to pronunciation. Mm, okay. So what do you and mean I, by I pay feel, attention? Mm -hmm. Well, pay attention, you know, I feel this is an area that's often overlooked. I know I, as a teacher, overlooked yeah. it for many years. I didn't mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. put enough emphasis on it. 
Yep. But it's an ongoing thing. You know, <clears throat> English has 45 sounds. There's, you know, depending on which accent you're talking about, you know, there's 21 vowel and diphthong sounds and another 25 consonant sounds. Mm-hmm. And a lot of second language English learners, and perhaps this is more to do with Japanese English speakers. Okay. Uh, but they are very focused on the 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 letter sound only. And it's important to, to be able to differentiate between the sounds. Right. So this is making the most of the the phonetic alphabet. I highly recommend students print out a copy of the International Phonetic Alphabet, the IPA. Yes. Have the, I don't think it's necessary to memorize all the symbols and know exactly, but right. when you learn a new word uh, that's phonetically challenging, mm-hmm. you know, your dictionary dic- dictionary entry will have a phonetic spelling, it'll have a pronunciation chart, or a mm-hmm. pronunciation audio file, um, you know, focus on producing the correct sounds. You don't have to be perfect of it, but you should strive to be accurate with your pronunciation. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think you're right. I think uh, pronunciation and the IPA has really been uh, kind of ignored by a lot of ESL teachers, right? English is a second language Myself teachers. included for mm-hmm. many years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's only in the last seven or eight years that I've really been taking it. But I've really noticed light bulbs going off in my students' eyes once they realize that, oh, the same letters, but different sound, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Simply career, carrier, courier, Korea. Those are really difficult for some learners to to differentiate. So anyway, it's just making the most of the sounds. I love it. So guys, again, I'm going to repeat those four words. And guys, if you're not quite able to hear the differences, go back to the phonetic alphabet and focus on hearing the right pronunciation, right? So career, carrier, courier, and Korea. You're right. They're quite different. They're very different, but they could be mistaken for being the same. All right. I love it. I love it. So good. So Kip, this has been fantastic. So your three tips have shown us how to really, really maximize the material, maximize your experience with the teacher every single time you go to class. Because again, coming back to who our listeners are, our listeners are busy adults, professionals. Guys, you are sacrificing time with your family, time with your friends, fitness maybe. You're not going to the gym because you're going to English class, which is totally fine. But let's make sure that we make it worth it. Right, Skip? Absolutely. Make the most Mm -hmm. of it. Make the most of it. Where can our listeners find you and your podcast and your website, Skip, if they want to know more? Oh, thank you for asking. So the name of the podcast, again, is Down to Business English. And you can find it, our URL is downtobusinessenglish.com. Or you can just do a search in any podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search for the show Down to Business English. And you will find us. We we discuss business news stories happening in the world today and introduce vocabulary and phrases related to that. So I'd really, really appreciate it if you were to check out the show. Nice, guys. Go over and check it out. I know a lot of our listeners are super excited about Business English. So this is the place to go to get more awesome stuff on Business English, guys. All right, Skip, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've enjoyed our chat today. 
Thank you, Lindsay. You take care. Thank you. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.